According to Albert Einstein, he cannot solve a problem from the same level of consciousness that created it. My name is Corinna Stoffel, and I'm the host of Toward a New World. The world seems to be falling apart. Are you as frustrated as I am with the talk about how to fix things or what needs to change, yet nothing changes? In the episodes, I invite people to look from different perspectives, sometimes even contrary to the current points of view. My intention is to evoke a different level of consciousness by empowering listeners to explore what is true for them and begin to live their lives from that place, thus changing their lives and through it, the world. If this appeals to you, I ask you to subscribe to the podcast on this channel. Hello and welcome. Today, we're going to continue. I'm going to continue uh, talking about elders, uh, sort of from last week, and look at. Why the heck is it important to have elders even? And I have often said, we are in a transition. What I'm noticing is that many, many people are aware of that. Yet most of them don't know what to do with it. And that evokes fear, anxiety, stress. Uh, and what if elders can be the stable point, can provide some stability? And why would they be able to do it? I talk about wanting to work with people over 50. They have two advantages. Let's look at it. Mostly they are done with child rearing or in the last few years where it's by far not as intense as having a baby or, uh, you know, even an elementary school age kid. And therefore they have more time available. And the other thing is they've been around the block a few times. They've experienced lives and they have seen that life has cycles, that things come and go and come again. I remember so much being surprised uh, seeing a picture of my mother when uh, she was in her 20s maybe early to mid-30s. I don't remember that exactly. But she had a skirt on, and I was saying, whoa, 50 years later? No, not 50 years later. 30 years later. The same fashion is coming around. We go through cycles. Life is cyclically. I mean, we have the easiest 
cycle visible in nature. The year, we have most places, four seasons. And at least in the more northern or southern uh, latitudes. So what is the difference between someone who is an elder and someone who is older? An older person tends to start withdrawing from life. It's they're staying more with their circle of friends, which are similar age, similar ideas, thoughts, beliefs. It's almost like they move into their own bubble, I would like to say. And that personal bubble often leads to fear of the future. How often have you heard, oh, the good old times. That is being connected to the past. And what does that bring? That brings often sadness. And if the sadness becomes more intense, then it can go into depression. And is that a helpful stance for being in the middle of a major transition? And I'm talking about major transition because this is a global transition, not just locally. And we've been through transitions, uh, you know, quite a bit in the 1900s and the 2000s. So fear is not very helpful in that sense. The elder, on the other hand, is still engaged with life. They are engaged with their community. They are even engaged in a way with the world. And they are connected to all kinds of different ages. I mean, yes, they are connected to their kids. And through that, potentially to their grandchildren. But even beyond that, they have an interest in what do people of different ages think? How do they see things? What is going on for them? I have a friend who is in her 90, early 90s, and she still loves to hang out with young people. And in their 30s, she has deep friendships with people in their 50s. So it's a different way of standing in life. You also become a role model because there is not that much reaction anymore in an elder. They respond. 
having been through a lot of experiences, you've learned not to take everything personal. You can, you know, let it go. You understand you have learned that it's often the other person's perspective and how they stand in the world. It has nothing to do with you. They've had enough personal growth that it also allows them to be, have more equanimity, to be more even keel. And they are looking or have looked and created a new sense of purpose for them in the older age. We all go through different senses of purpose. But what's the purpose when you hit 50? And part of why I say 50 is because usually late 40s, early 50s, women go through menopause. And so there is obviously a relationship for me. And it's a different life purpose. What do I do now? Am I willing to, what am I willing to do being still engaged with life, seeing what is going on, checking in with what is being asked of me right now to contribute to the world, to contribute to my community, the town I live in, to contribute to my family. So in our youth-obsessed society, especially here in the Western world, uh, we often get the sense that we are to be quiet once we reach a certain age, like 60, 70, especially 80 or 90. And because we don't understand what's going on anymore, we don't understand what's needed, uh, or we cannot perceive the progress that is being made. Hmm. Is that true? As an elder, I've been through a lot of changes. I've seen changes in society. I'm looking at life from a different angle of perception. Uh, let's say every decade. You know, I look at life from a different perspective when I'm 40 than when, I'm, when I was 30. I'm looking at life differently now as I'm 70 than any of the decades before. And what if that gives you a sense of what is fundamentally true about life and not the surface truths that are, this is a woke now, right now, this is the latest and the bestest and whatever it is. 
And youth obsessed, how much are we supposed to be doing Botox and anti-wrinkle creams and anti-aging spots? Hmm. What if the wrinkles that a person has may tell a story about life? And inwardly, as I'm saying this, I'm chuckling because I, I am aware and I've seen that with my mother. I don't have too many wrinkles. Neither had my mother, you know, even at the age of 80. But what if wrinkles, age spots, are signs, considered signs of life lived fully, of knowledge gained? What if? And even though I'm talking about 50 and above, I have to say, I've met people, young people in their 30s, maybe in their 40s, that I consider elders. Young elders, yeah, maybe, or elders in a young body, as I've verbalized it. But I was stunned by their wisdom, the depth that they had. And in all honesty, the, uh, the two that I'm thinking of right now, I am willing to learn from them because I was utterly expressed, uh, impressed with the thoughtfulness with the depth of perception and understanding that they display. So on the other hand, what if being willing to learn from anybody, being willing to learn is something that keeps an elder young. So to sum it up, an elder sort of becomes a stable point. Having been through the ups and downs and the cycles and all of that, they don't get tossed around by outside events as much as young people do. They have that grounded stability. What if that is needed right now? What is also needed right now is the willingness to dream. What future would I like? Having seen what I've seen in my life, what future would I like? Not just for myself, but for humankind for the earth. And I invite you 
what you're willing to dream, what future you would like. What kind of a world would you like to live in? What is meaningful to you? And that is independently of age. And what if we go beyond the, oh, I would like more of this or more of that. We also go into how would that look like lived? What would need to be in place to have those qualities? that I am dreaming of. I'm going to leave you with that. If you are interested, join me in my Facebook group, Circle of Wise Hearts. And until next week, I'll see you then. Bye-bye.